yeah, it's that I stopped seeing certain like um, people if I thought their haircut was too expensive for what I got or like if I thought Fair. they were questioning my singleness too much. Mm. So I... I was, I once was getting my haircut from this guy like right out of college mm-hmm. that he was um he was very nice and but it was sort of like I need someone to like propose ideas for me of what I should do with my hair right and, same and he had an idea and then he just kind of like let me grow it four inches out and I was getting my hair cut like every six weeks so I was sort of like That's so much how is my hair growing this rapidly so and then every time I saw him then he would be like, oh, Claire, like, you dating anyone? How's work? And at the time, I had a really Still shitty now. job. And I would be like, uh, the people at my work are really mean and I hate them. And they make me, like, not believe that dudes can be nice and <laughs> I'm not dating anyone. And he'd be like, because oh. <laughs> and he'd oh. be like, oh, that's, um, oh, well, you should give it a try. And then he'd tell me about how he had met his boyfriend like and it was like his very last online date and he was like you should just really commit and just and I kept being like no don't wanna I'm like I'm so like angry with dating at all with dating at all it was mostly like I was just like I'm tired and I like don't know where to meet people and like I was like I just I'm done I'm done so eventually forever no yeah and so eventually I was like your haircut is costing me too much and I just feel bad every time I come so like but not because like it's not like the fun therapy kind of like yeah. hairdresser talk. It's the like, I just am feeling worse every time I see you that yeah. my life hasn't changed. No, yeah. I, it was just like that every time I saw him, I was like, wow, I'm only getting older and nothing is changing in my life. And I, so it was just like this dark hole of like, and it was like not his fault. I just didn't know how to be like, ask me literally anything else than my love life. Oh my God. And let's talk about yeah. I feel else. really bad for people who are in like an industry where it's a service they provide, but they also have to be like really good people person. Yeah, yeah. Because I went to a physical therapist to like see what all the hullabaloo was about mostly, and I yeah. had like a twinge in my shoulder that I should like yeah. make sure is not a something wrong. Chronic, which it yeah. seems fine. Um, but I go and he'll like ask me things, but then no follow up in yeah. like. He's a physical therapist, so I tell him about, like, my sports I do. And I'm like, oh, I have derby, and, like, I do circus. And, like, those are rather interesting topics for yeah, the most part. People like people love that. And, like, it's not, like, a known thing. So people be like, oh, like, what is that? Or, like, yeah. oh, I've only seen this person do that or whatever. Um, and he would just be like, oh, that sounds fun. Cool. How often do you practice that? And I'd be like, oh, no, you know, twice a week or whatever. And then he'd be like, oh, so what else is going on? And I was like, nothing. That's it. That's Those, it. I have two hobbies. That takes up my whole time. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what else? Like, I don't have other things. You didn't ask a follow-up. It's like, like from, like, the princess swan where it's like, what else is there? Right. What? <laughs> Except instead of being, like, about, like, you know, being more than beautiful, it's like, there is nothing else. That's all I do. I only have one or two hobbies, and I would say that's pretty normal. Like, right, yeah. It's like, not... Don't expect me to do more. He didn't than that. seem like a he. He didn't seem like he knew how to be social, right? I felt it's like I have to like hang out here and like do exercises. So I get you need to like fill the space with yeah. talking, but I I don't know what I don't have anything to talk about with. No, you. it's what I do like about my hairdresser is like, well, it's like I've talked to her enough, but I like don't know how to tell her. Like, she knows I'm, like, a nerdy engineer, so, like, sometimes I hope many social awkwardness is just, like, eased with that. Yeah. Where she'll just be like, I can't expect much from Claire because uh, it's not her forte. Yeah. <laughs> and so I really love, she had, like, a new assistant this time who, like, gave me a nice scalp massage when Ew. she shampooed my hair. And then it was just nice because she was very quiet and then didn't talk to me while shampooing my hair. And I could just, like, shut my eyes yes. and, like, not worry about, like 
whether or not to tell her about my weird job or the fact that I'm not dating anyone or and that yeah so it's like I could so I can recommend you that place okay but that sounds uh, fun. <laughs> sweet but yeah so it's yes. just um haircuts are just a pain man that's why I don't ever do them that's that's fair so I have cut my own hair or went to Aveda for the I... last maybe 20 years oh my god <laughs> I, like, do not trust myself to... I've seen people cut their own hair, and it gives me anxiety. To be fair, I do the thing where I curl my hair until it looks fine anyway. Like, it could be very uneven, and you wouldn't know. Okay. Curl hides most problems. That's true. (sighs) Welcome to Fine Parents. (laughs) I'm Grace. (laughs) I'm Claire. Or Claude of Platts. (laughs) Claire with the sad hair, so... That too. No, at the end of, uh... It was a couple weeks ago now I was editing the Cats episode and we found your cat name, which was Oh yes. Plot of Flats. Plot of Flats. And that's the plot of Cats. Yes. I want you to make a song. That would be exciting. Plot of Cats. Plot of Plats. Plot of Cats. Plot of Lats. Plats. Plats. Plot of Wait, no, it would be Cot of Plats. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was just listening to something else that was about um oh, it's then maybe this leads a little into the fanfic. Mm. Is that in um so the, what you gave me mm-hmm. uh, for my fic this week was uh, to look into Paranormal Activity, the movie, and see what I could find of that. And in reference to that, um, I've learned a lot about how, you know, knowing a demon's real name, a.k.a. their cat name, no, ah. <laughs> is like how you have power over them. Okay. And so like in Paranormal Activity, I learned, which I only saw oh, movie yeah, one. Oh, yeah, okay. I only saw movie yep. one, and a lot more of the lore seemed to be in movie three. It gets really weird. It does that thing where, I don't even know if it's a trilogy anymore. It's, yeah. like, gone and off in its own, like, weird universe. But basically, yep. it did that thing in trilogies where it's like, oh, here is this thing that's happening. And then it becomes, like, a little weird and too big, and then it's suddenly the end of the world. And, and then it, it collapses. Did that. Yeah, yeah, where it was like, oh, there's a, there's a demon, something, something. I don't remember what part two is. And then three is like, this demon yeah. is a full cult with like many, yeah. many people involved, and like we have to take down this whole system. Yeah, and <laughs> like when I looked up paranormal activity fanfics, like the movie fanfic, mm-hmm. there were four fics. Wow. And one of them was 400 We've words long. Niche. Yeah, one was 400 words long. One was 22,000 words long. And I'm going to say I didn't read either of them. So many. And I started reading the 22,000 one and then was like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) And so because I only saw the first one. And then I read the two that were there. And then they were both, um, what? They were both like good, but neither was exactly what I thought the intention was. Mm. And one of them was like very much about like the lore and knowing the name of the demon who okay. is... It got too plotty. It got way too... And I was Damn. like, and I was like, oh my, I had to do so much Googling. I was like, who is Toby? Which is the demon's, like, fake name. Yes. And there was, like, and then the two sisters, and then, like, all these boyfriends that are in the movies, and yeah. one dies. And ta- that's a, a problem I've had as well, where it's like, if there's too many people yeah. that I don't remember, or maybe it's, like, not really my fandom, like, I yeah. can't no. do it. And so I read it, and it was really good, and then... But I was like, I cannot do I did this. Too much googling. I did too much googling, and I will say that both of them were only like fifteen hundred words, mm, and so I so had not even worth the googling. No, and like, and I thought about reading both of them, but then they had two mm. very different like themes, and so I was just like, pass. So then I went down. <laughs> I ate some sugar off my drink, and it was really sour, and it was very concerning. I should have warned you. It's uh, set on there with lime juice. Ah, so that's why. 
It's like, Claire, your sugar's gone bad. <laughs> yes, I poured you some rancid sugar. I don't know if that's what it does, but that is what this happened. Sugar goes sour. That's how they make sour candy. Anyway. <laughs> and candy rocks are when it they just... Get- Stale. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'll get to the So we do not second. have lore of paranormal activity no. in, this, in this fic. So I went down a rabbit hole mm-hmm. of trying to find the heart of paranormal activity, which I thought was you wanted to see some like ghost nonsense happening Spoopy nonsense. to people. Yes. And so, yes. Uh, so first I went down a rabbit hole of Scooby-Doo um, and just heads up, that's all Amazing stuff. Great. Definitely just read that. Look up Scooby-Doo um, I read this one that was really good that was, um, so it, they made, it was like Scooby-Doo, but gritty is what one mm. of the tags mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. in the same way that they made like Sabrina the Teenage Witch gritty, oh, that Riverdale would be, oh, gritty. Oh man, that would actually be a really good show. It was so good, but they, it's not done yet. Oh, so no. I might circle back to it because it's, oh, they only have three chapters mm. and the end of the third chapter, they just interacted with like whatever the spooky thing at the hotel is like elevator okay. doors open and there was a body and then end. and i was oh, like no. and i was like what no i want to read you can't end there and but yeah that one was last updated in july so like maybe there will be more but okay so i'm gonna keep an eye on that one um but yeah so scooby-doo and then i went down the like ghost investigators but i don't really follow that show so i didn't know who any of the people were are they the ones that just scream at ghosts yes oh they're fun they are fun but i don't know their names and so i I was so i didn't know how to be like are you the main guy or are you like camera guy one or like who are who are you but those were also interesting but again i didn't like super know Mm -hmm. also it was funny because some of them were like of them being shipped with each other and i was like I don't know why I think that's funny because I mean we read a One Direction all, like, fic. Really angry, yeah. men, like straight men. <laughs> no, yeah. So I just thought that one was pretty funny, and then um, then that's when I finally landed on where we're going today, ah. which is BuzzFeed Unsolved. Excellent. So I have brought you a fic uh, starring Ryan and Shane from BuzzFeed Unsolved. Great. It is called "Like You're the Most Precious Thing I've Ever Touched." Parentheses, and I never plan on letting go. End parentheses. Like you're the most. Is that like a lyric, or like a quote? We could. I'll. I'll look it up really quick. Because there's like no punctuation, so I can't tell where the emphasis. It's probably. Is to go. A, it's probably a punk. Um. Mm, sure. Perhaps looks, not. Could be. I don't know. You're Maybe the, not. What is that? Looks like that's uh, not it. You're the most precious thing in my life. Touch of heaven. Mm. It's probably one singular lyric. In a song. You would think it'd be like, it's like you're the most precious thing I've ever touched. Oh, no. This is how I always see a fanfic, where it's like... Kind of bad grammar? Well, yeah. It's that you mm. splice out the middle of a um, like a song lyric. So you'd be like... So like I, the one I can think of is like uh, a Taylor Swift one, where it'll be like, built to fall apart, parentheses, and then back together. And then it'll be like about how the couple breaks up and then gets back together. I don't understand. And so it's, it's a very weird trope i yeah but it's like a, it's a very i'm like loving that this is the first time we've seen that because yeah. in fanfics i always see you either pick one word mm-hmm. and it'll be like fear I, like you th- you pick like an adjective that hints Spooked. at what might have might this be haunted. and yeah it might be like haunted or but that's like i feel like that'd be very hard to search like yes oh like that was the my one last week was yeah. brothers on a hotel bed which is something yeah i think it's a 
song. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's like usually they pick like a line from the hook of a song. Yeah. And then they're that's the title. Weird. And it usually has kind of got weird grammar because it's taken out of context and like song lyrics are never super grammar forward. If that's I really a love, I'm peeking at the tags. Yeah. And archive of our own's tags are just like yep. chef's kiss. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. So, they, so good. The, the tags are demons, haunting, Ryan is far too curious for his own good. Mm-hmm. Shane is a mystery to all but himself. Antagonizing demons is all fun and games until someone stops being able to sleep. Insomnia, paranormal, uh, paranor- paranoia. It's not paranoia if they're really out to get you. <laughs> and it's like, so this is from Catherine's underscore collections. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's about Ryan and Shane. <laughs> Into it. And so our drink today yes. is, as you have Very already... Cute. Um, is pick for the gram. I, I got one. It's uh, I can take another one. They're very nice mason jars. Uh, yes, my delicate little mason jars with um, so it's with sugar encrusted on the rim. Mm-hmm. It is called a Blue Devil cocktail. Okay. It, it has uh, Bacardi rum, blue carousel, and then pineapple juice because I don't have orange juice. Mm. And then it is rimmed with lime juice that's holding on. The sugar, which is why you were poisoned. I feel like orange juice would have made it not blue anymore. Right. Whereas the lemon has only subtly dyed it like a cuter blue color. Yeah, it's just kind of like more um, aqua. Ooh, that's really sugary. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So strong. This is why I put them in the little mason jars and didn't like make like, because I think this is one. So much ice. I shook this sucker too, like in my old Shakeology bottle. So, like, I think it's. And Maybe Shakeology bottles are not meant for mixing cocktails. Uh, I mean, they're not meant for mixing anything. Let's be honest. <laughs> Shade. Uh, yes. Um, I just find Shakeology difficult. Anyway, the point is, I also was supposed to use confectioner sugar, and I didn't. So it's just regular sugar. I don't know. If Ooh, that boy. So you're welcome. I it didn't pour like a double. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have. So been concerned. Could have poured you a double. Here we are. It's kind of, it's kind of tropical. I guess I could in another are life they in a tropical location in this because that would be exciting. That would be exciting, but no, I don't think <laughs> so. No. This was written back in 2017, so mm, it's some good of their peak Buzzfeed. It was so it has some good references to um, some <laughs> old <laughs> videos that they did. Okay, but it's all Buzzfeed unsolved stuff. So excellent. Anyway, I enjoyed it. So shall we dive in? Let's go. Oh, do we know anything about the author? Um, no, I looked into it. She writes a lot. And so mm-hmm. Catherine's collections, she had, she was in like 50 fandoms and has written um, a lot of stuff. It, it didn't, she joined back in 2014. Okay. So it's been on for a while. Her most recent work was, it looks like that's an anime I don't watch. And that's a, probably another anime <laughs> I don't watch. More Japanese names. And then, oh, I did see a fallout boy, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my chemical romance, Tokyo Ghoul sounds like another anime. Okay, Criminal just minds, all over the place. Yeah, wow, th- yeah, that's a very varietyed yes group. Yeah, so but yeah, she writes a lot. It would seem mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, has even Good had some you, stuff as recent as September nineteenth. Uh, so hmm. she's out there. I assume writing she, her words, writing her words, and um, here's our our bun. Thick. Our bun fic? Yeah, BuzzFeed Unsolved. Oh. In their later in their later seasons they call it bun. And every they're like they'll be like, you can put your questions on Instagram, on Facebook, 
or unbun which is the youtube channel buzzfeed unsolved no and every time i like hear it that's I'm like, so jarring because the only time i've ever like obviously like buns like a thing but anytime it's bun it's like a bun like a bun yeah in the oven and i always think bun like bunny or like, a, yeah or like and, a bun and so they're always like comment on bun and i'm like what? and it's just because i'm dumb and not hip but i also it's think, a weird acronym it's a very yeah. inaccurate acronym for yeah. a spooky channel but i also wish that their name was ghoul guys instead of ghoul boys. ghoul boys and i know why they're ghoul boys it like is fun to say but it's just like my brain is like alliteration they also say i think shane says at your boy and yeah like, no boy, da, da, da. i don't know if yeah. um, ryan is on that bandwagon but no and so i thing. like yeah i like get it i get why they do it it's just my brain every single time is like guys 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 Damn, I almost bought a shirt that said, hey, demons, it's your boy. Because <laughs> that's a great catchphrase. Yes. I, every time I see it, I'm almost like, I want that shirt, but I don't know if I need a, another graphic t-shirt, just in general. Yes. But anyway. Here we go. In we go. <laughs> Brent leaves. Uh, Brent was mm. the original bun with Ryan. Really? Yes. When was this? Like, only season one. Oh, I don't remember Brett at all. No, I had to Google this. Mm. Is that he, like, was the first video producer-y kind of person with, like, Ryan. Oh. And because he had time, then he did it with Ryan. Was Ryan more of the host and Brett was, like, behind... Or Brent, Brent yes. was behind the scenes? Yep. Yeah, oh. that's what it seemed like. He hmm. was, like, in the videos, but, like, much like in its present state, where Ryan, like, reads everything, and then Sean... Shane... Reacts. Shane it reacts. I think it was kind of similar, mm. but but yes. So okay. Anyway, uh, and sometime uh, and something in Ryan feels mis mishappen with it. Misshapen. Misshapen. I don't know if I. <laughs> yep, it is Come misshapen. On. Yep. This drink is strong. <laughs> um, and something in Ryan feels misshapen with it, bruised like a patch of skin when it's been pressed too hard, a bone where it's been hit too many times. None of it is fair, and he just stands there watching as Brent shrugs with a half-hearted frown, saying, Sorry, man. Got transferred. Like, one of uh, one of Ryan's favorite projects isn't slipping through his fingertips right before his eyes, and it's his fault. Yeah, Ryan supplies lamely. The fight in him drained out by weariness, and something too close to actual sadness threatens to invade his chest. It circulates around the bruised feeling, black circling around dotted yellow over and over again. What can you do? Brett uh, pats him on the shoulder as he passes, offering one last tight lip smile as he leads from cleaning out in the cubicle out the cubicle next to Ryan's. Ryan offers one back and tries to spend the rest of his day working at his desk, decidedly not thinking about what the empty cubicle next to him means, or that he's possibly just lost what he's wanted since he was 18 through a few emails. He closes his eyes and takes a deep breath. When he really releases it, he opens his eyes to a blank computer screen and an idea. This is about BuzzFeed Unsolved, and he thinks it's going to be... Canceled. Sh- canceled shutdown? Okay. Yes. This is before he's met Shane? Yes. Exciting. Yep. Shane, uh, so he gets, like, an email um, that he will get a new co-host. Co- mm. co-host. Uh, the next week, someone moves into Brett's old cubicle. And I don't know how to say Shane's last name, so Madja? Shane Madja? Madja? Don't know. It's not important. Shane, the new guy says, wide smile on his face and holding out a hand. Even sitting down, there's an obvious height difference. Mm-hmm. Ryan offers his own hand to shake, plays along. Bergara. Ryan Bergara. Shane smiles. Well, it's nice to meet you, Bergara. I think this'll be fun. His smile widens. Fair warning, though. I don't believe. Ryan smiles back, nods, says, yeah, I think so, too. Um, and don't worry, I'll make, you, I'll make you see. Shane tilts his head back and laughs. Uh, the first video he and Shane do together, they visit the Sally house. 
One of the producers says it'll be a good idea, said it's one of the most requested anyway, and they make it part of a three-part episode to help warm the viewers up to Shane. The dolls were way worse, Shane says as they board the plane leaving New Mexico. Ryan shuts the window and tries to will away an oncoming migraine he suspects is from lack of sleep. Shut up, Shane, he says, doubting Shane hears him over the roar of plane engines. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> Uncertain? Uh, yeah, I'm not entirely sure. They're on, like, uh, they, like, do their first... Is that one episode? Um, dolls. Yeah, it's, like, the Sally House, I think, is the one where they're, like, there's a bunch of haunted dolls. Mm, okay. Um, it was but, a while ago. I do not remember it. But, yeah, it's mostly, like, this scene is mostly about Ryan being, like, not buddy buddy with shane yet mm. where he's sort of like new guy he's yeah and he's like you don't believe and i believe and Bleh. thanks um ryan's hands are shaking and his migraine hasn't improved much since the plane so he stuffs his hand in his jacket fakes a shiver and tries to blame it on the cold shane still notices however what shane starts shuffling his feet on the sidewalk as he faces ryan with a small smile are you afraid the big bad demon is going to get you ryan shakes his head Bites his tongue. Haha. Real funny, dude. I actually hate this. I don't fuck with demons. Shane just laughs. The Uber pulls up a moment later and they pile in to start to set up their cameras. Other than camera and filming questions, they don't talk in the car. What scares you the most? Shane asks him one evening, both of them working too late and the bright lights of the of other buildings shine through the windows of their own, ensuring that sleep is not a possibility. Ryan does a double take from where he's positioned in front of his computer, watching Shane's face shift from serious to playful and back again. And maybe it's the moonlight blending with the artificial lights hanging above them, or the fact that it's nearly 10 and he hasn't had a decent cup of coffee since he woke up at 6. But then he's wheezing out a laugh and rolling his chair out from beneath his desk, abandoning the project he's spent nearly seven hours on in favor of turning to fully face Shane. Demons, he says, no hesitation. Mine's still nervously humming from the project he's been working on for nearly a week. Demons, Shane repeats, though the word is shaken and deconstructed at the edges by poorly hidden laughter. Ryan thinks maybe he'd be mad at him if the clock wasn't edging too close to midnight and Shane's laughter didn't sound like a familiar note he didn't know he'd been missing until it fell into place. He isn't mad, not even hurt when he thinks he maybe should be. He settles with a loud huff and falls back into his chair. Shane shakes his head, not even trying to hide the laughter anymore, instead following, allowing it to freely tinge his words. Demons? I don't know why I expected anything less. Ryan scoffs, spins around in his chair until he's once again facing a smirking Shane and says, well, then what are you afraid of, king of skeptics? Did I say that right? Skeptics? Yeah, Whatever. skeptics. You're good. I feel like I tripped on it in my brain, but... I think it might also be spelled wrong. Yeah, maybe. So that could be it. Yeah, yeah. Shane placed a hand over his heart and with a mock serious face says, tis a title I wear with pride. <laughs> when Ryan wants to kick him. So he does. <laughs> Ryan kicks his chair as hard as he can, laughing when Shane jerks to the side with it. Seriously, Ryan starts again, adamant that he was where he wasn't before, and Shane must see his determination now with the way he falls back into his chair, giving Ryan his full attention. Something sharp runs up Ryan's spine at the act, but he ignores it. If it's not demons, which it should be, you ignorant, <laughs> ignorant cynic, what are you most afraid of? It's silent between them while Shane thinks. The humming of the computers and industrial lights blend with the sounds of the city echoing just behind the windows around them, and Ryan thinks he can even hear the clock near the exit of their office ticking. Ryan looks briefly out of the corner of his eye and sees his computer screen has gone dark from neglect, but he can't bring himself to care. I don't know why you would care about that. I only care when I'm trying to look like Technic. I'm doing something and my computer shows that I'm not. When Shane finally does speak again, his voice isn't so much an, in an interruption of silence as it is an addition to it because wait what a, yep. his voice isn't so much an inter an interruption of silence as it is an addition to it in addition to the silence 
His voice is an addition to the silence. Loss. Death, maybe, Shane says, his face serious and body too tight for how easily he shrugs after. Like his answer is that simple and Ryan's mind just hasn't filled with a million questions due to it. But then Shane's face twists and their seriousness once and where seriousness once ruled, it is replaced by mirth as a smirk grows on his lips. Of course, that's after being forced to do heroin. Because, yeah, that's fucking terrifying. Fair. <laughs> yes. Because I admit, I am kind of one of these people as well, where it's like, I don't really have, like, a fear that's, like, afraid of heights or afraid mm-hmm. of, like, a thing. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, I guess death. And then someone will be like, really? Like, that's it? And I'll be like, well, my other one fear is, like, accidentally happening upon a baby and having to take care of it in the way that, <laughs> in the way that straight people are like, oh, I would fear getting pregnant. Yeah, and you're like, I but stumble even, upon one. even more misplaced. It's even less expected. Yes. Wow, that would be terrifying. Yeah, I'd be like, this is a lot, and I don't think I can do this, but I feel the ever-growing yeah. need because it's here. Yep, I guess I am afraid of things that, like, lurk in the dark, but it's like, which I guess is fear of the unknown, but That's, like... Yeah, pretty standard. But, um... But yeah, it's like, I am like a little afraid of heights, but not in a way that like But it'd be like if you were me. specifically afraid that the Mothman was in the dark. Yes, <laughs> like... it's more that. It's more... <laughs> like a very specific thing. It's more that I worry that there are just murderers in all dark corners. Always, all the so, time. So, because they are. Yes. Yeah, the questions in Ryan's brain redirect and continue to flood in even after he smacks Shane's arm. Grumbling but wheezing slightly, the noise blended with Shane's laugh. They leave a little after. Project's sent in and computer's finally sent in. Uh, Shane calls an Uber. Ryan walks to his car. When he gets home, Ryan falls into bed and doesn't think about any of it. When they get to the Sally house, Ryan's hands are still shaking. He doesn't know how to make them stop. He nearly drops the camera before Shane grabs it and writes it in his grasp. He doesn't immediately let go of where he's holding Ryan's hand. Hey, Shane starts, dumb smile still in place and looking far too relaxed. It'll be fine. You'll live. I promise. Oh, no. <laughs> Shane lets his hand go and reaches for the door. Ryan feels his heartbeat in his no, chest and takes a breath. terrible foreshadowing. Right? Is he going to die? No. Someone's going to die. No. Is the demon going to die? No. Damn it. You'll see. You'll all see. Um, it is some foreshadowing, but it's kind of, you'll see. Um, <laughs> loss, Ryan says, beer in hand, brain too active and meeting Shane's gaze. It's a Friday night after work, and some of the other employees from BuzzFeed had met them for a short celebration of the weekend at the bar. Oh, so they already, wait, they already went to the Sally house? I think it, like, cuts back and forth. Oh, I was, okay, I was confused, because I was yeah. like, they were on the plane, but it's like, yes. I mean, not clear by the inflection of the words what's yes. happening, because you have to, you know, it's read, like, read the medium that's meant for reading. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, yeah, it's the, my understanding of how this is laid out is it flicks between, like, them being at like spooky locations and then things that the two of them say. So it's, yeah, it might be before or it might be, I think most of it must be before. Okay. Cut. It's hard. It's hard to completely say for sure, but it builds upon their relationship between the, them being at spooky places. But as the clock edged closer to one, people started heading out until now it was just the two of them left. The TV above the bar glitches and Ryan watches the colors change out of the corner of his eye. Sean raises his... Shane? Shane. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. Shane raises his eyebrows, sets his beer down on the counter next to Ryan's. Loss, he repeats. You, Ryan starts, stops, tries to organize his thoughts and gets his words right. Questions itch at the back of his mind and he wants to say a million things at once, but context. Yes, context. At the office, he says, trying not to feel like he's just broken something between them, recalling the night fresh and new and untouched. (laughs) I like... So this is the future, I think. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, I like forget that this fic is like 
kind of shipping them, but not at the Just same really time. subtly. Yeah. Um, the humming of abandoned computers and a night too light, a night too light for how dark it was. When you ask my greatest fear, Ryan corrects, not meeting Shane's eyes and wondering later if his sweater will show evidence of where Shane's stare has burnt holes into him. He takes a quick swig of his beer and then twirls the top of the bottle through his fingers. I said demons, and you, you said loss. He looks up and meets Shane's eyes, and suddenly the bar feels miles away as he's struck with the intimacy of their position, Ryan leaning forward onto the bar and Shane leaning into him. Not touching. They're not touching. They're, they're just, just leaning. They're leaning next to each suggestively. other. Suggestively. Something about it all has Ryan feeling torn open. Exposed, he thinks. That's what this feeling must be. Sheer exposure. He's, his insides spilling out into the light where they've always been kept in the dark. Shame mis- mixing with intrigue, blending with sheer curiosity, breaking through the fog of the unspoken. Shane's voice cuts through the atmosphere. You ask a lot of questions, he says, and Ryan. Ryan expects anger behind the words, frustration at Ryan's breaking boundaries, a lecture on the importance of privacy, a disconnect from naming the unspoken. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Are it's- they, are, based on what you will read in ten minutes or so, is this about, like, something happened at the Sally house that they're, like, not supposed to talk about? No. Damn. Well, then what's going I don't understand. <laughs> I think the, <laughs> I'm already lost. The, like, writer is sort of... It's an illusion, but it's an illusion to... I don't know what it is. They kind of make it sound like, when I was reading this, I did think that I was thinking that they might fuck. They don't. Damn, yeah. But, like, it's... So it, it's, like... When I've read other fics, when they talk about the unspoken thing between mm-hmm. them, then it's always that there's chemistry between them. Mm. And, like, this doesn't, like, they don't end up having, like, that happen. Mm. And so there is another thing that I think Ryan is kind of thinking in the back of his mind, but doesn't want to give voice to, and that will be revealed ah. later. Okay, um, so that might be it. It kind of sounds like feelings, but okay. it's not feelings. I mean, maybe it is, but like it's also that's, feelings. It's the also... demons is the metaphor for feelings. Yes, you're haunted by the possession your emotions. of yes, yes. Those are demons too. But... Once you can name the demon, it has no, no power, power over you. This is anger. I'm. I feeling. am a feared. <laughs> I am a feared. Right? See, is that what therapists do too? Uh... Like, speak the name of your feeling, and then it will have no power over you. Uh... Kind of. I've heard that's a thing with, um, like, nervousness. Yeah. That once you uh, admit to yourself that you're nervous, it will at least mildly alleviate your hmm. nerves. All right. It's not always true. Yeah. But... Anyway. I yeah. don't know. It's, yeah. You'll, all will be made clear eventually, but yeah, we're going right to spend now. some time thinking that they're going to kiss. Mm. Um, Maybe the writer's building romantic tension, but then, ha it's ghosts. Like, ah. you thought they were going to fuck, but actually, but actually it's they ghosts. just have a traumatic experience in a haunted house. Actually, they were just bonded together by trauma, and that's not As for usual in fiction. Right? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, you never answer them, uh, Ryan supplies, too late to bite his tongue and mouth too quick for his own good. He wants to blame it on the drink, the blue devil. No, that's just my drink. Uh, Desperate to blame something other than the state of ease uh, Shane uh, slips him into, and he's never been the best at lying to himself. Shane lets out a soft laugh, and Ryan watches as his fingers, as he fingers the rim of his bottle. So he shrugs, looks up, and meets Ryan's eyes with a small small smile. It's my specialty. Ryan doesn't correct him. Shane laughs. Tells him, you'll live, and that's the trick Ryan thinks, because he never tells him how you'll live. Okay. Oh, okay, because yeah. they're back. Okay. Yeah. And yep, it's like back to... Haha, you're whatever. not giving me any real advice. Yep. 
How will I live? You just will. The demon turns the lights on and off again and again. Three times in the kitchen and once in the basement. Ryan screams the first few times, hands shaking and sweating, feeling too tight in his skin. The house seems to close in around him, walls shifting and something leaving an iron taste aftertaste in his mouth. Uh, Shane laughs at his scream, at the light and the walls and the shadows Ryan claims to see. And Ryan wants to smack him, knock some sense into him, tell him, I was so right and this fucking sucks, but... The flashlight stops turning on, and Ryan's skin loosens where it was stretched too tight over his bones before. The walls stop enclosing, and the air in the house eases up, lightens, somehow, where it was heavy before. Shane's laughter echoes throughout the house. Ryan closes his eyes. Ryan doesn't sleep in the Sally house. Instead, he watches the walls for shadows, keeps the holy water Father Thomas gifted him within reach, and waits to leave for the inevitable whichever comes first. He places his sleeping bag as close to Shane as he can, feels every breath and movement against his back, and it's a comfort. <laughs> so he's right next to him. Yeah, they're they're not spooning. But Saying spooning. that he's as close to him as he can is very different than being like, I'm spooning him. Disagree. Because I would assume as close as possible means like without touching. Maybe. I guess you could be as close as possible, meaning intertwined. <laughs> but I don't think that's what they mean either. No, you're probably just right. They're just back They're just like two people with their backs pressed together. Spooning in the house. <sighs> anyway, he still has the migraine, an insane amount of pressure pushing on his forehead and eyes. The physical ache doesn't blend well, well with the emotional and mental. He doesn't trust his mind right now, but being in this house is somehow worse than whatever tricks his mind is playing on him inside his head. He wakes Shane up, makes a deal, tells him, I'll be quiet for three minutes at the witching hour, and then we'll le- we're leaving. And Shane nods. He mocks, but he agrees. Uh, but he agrees. And that's all Ryan needs. They leave around 3 a.m. Ryan runs out of the house with Shane following slower behind him. Shane falls asleep next to him on the drive back, and Ryan's thankful he isn't awake to notice how tight his fingers curl around the steering wheel. Oh, jeez. Ryan dreams of empty fields, grass covered by a thick by a fog so thick he can't see anything further than a foot ahead of him. He turns around, spins in a circle, tries to find where he is, looks for anything other than grass and fog and dirt. He spins and spins and spins. Somewhere, he swears he can hear a voice laughing. So that was all the things that happened at the house? Yep. Is, are they going to another house? Um, yes. Okay. They will go to another place. I was going to say, I am unfulfilled by that haunting. No. Yeah, they, yeah. It's three in the morning on Saturday when he wakes up drenched in sweat. He calls Shane, says, I've been having dreams, into the receiver, speaking over Shane's groggy hello. About? Shane asks, and Ryan can hear his eyebrows rising over the phone, even through a yawn. He thinks maybe he'll be laughing if he wasn't shaking so hard. He doesn't know what to call it, to name the thing that won't show itself. So he instead so so he instead says, I don't know, it's there, stops, sighs, and settles on. It's like something's fucking with me. Shane sighs over the phone. Ryan, Shane's voice says, coated with static, but still familiar. They're just dreams. And Ryan wants to scream. Are they really? Into the phone. Wants to laugh about the hours of sleep lost since the Sally house. Wants to collapse on his bed and have a decent night's sleep. He tries to come up with the right words to describe the acute terror and convey the panic. But the words don't come to him. He takes a breath and lets it, and lets it out into the phone. No, but okay. When he hangs up, he tries not to think too much about the fact he's alone. <laughs> this is the spinning dream? Yep. That's it? Wait, yep. real, scroll back up to the dream real fast. Yep. I... Well, he was standing mm. in a field. Okay, covered with fog. Uh-huh, and dirt. And he can't see. Yep. And he spins in a circle. And here's a voice laughing. And keeps spinning. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna say, Ryan. 
that you're making a big deal out of the spinning dream. Some people's dreams are terrifying. I uh, to them, I guess. Like it could be you like feel the fear, but you don't know why. Yeah, but that was not a, a, a spooky enough. Yeah, that's like. Have <laughs> you ever had enough, a uh, atmosphere? That's like. Do you ever have the dreams where you're pregnant and it's like. Some people find those dreams scary, and I'm mm. always just, when I have those dreams, I'm just like, oh, dread. <laughs> Guess I have to deal with this now. That's like... Because I'm pregnant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, like, an ex of mine, like, used to have dreams that I was pregnant, and mm. it terrified him. That's fair. And he would, like, call me and be like, I had another You're dream. You're not pregnant, right? And Yeah, and I'd be like, what? And, like, one time I laughed at him because I also was having those dreams, but I didn't find them terrifying. I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. I, like, right. just told him. I was like... No, I have those dreams all the time. It doesn't mean anything. And I'm also just kind of like used to that dream by now because yeah. I had it a couple times. Yeah, no, I was like, they just... And I know it's a dream. Yeah, and he just was like, he was just so in his head about it. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not pregnant and don't worry about it. I have these dreams all the time. He's like, he aren't you worried? He like 3 a.m., would he? No, he would, oh, t- God, he would tell me fun. about it in the day. Okay, but I was like, not as bad. No, but I just was like, again, I laughed at him because I was like, yeah, that doesn't mean anything. So I'm like, you're not having prophetic dreams. Like, chill. Like, if I was prophesizing things with my dreams, oh, no. I'd like, I don't know, I would have like eight kids and like there'd be so many weird things in my life. I'd be trapped in a cave a couple of times. None of these things have happened. So Yet. Yet. Maybe my fear is being trapped, so I don't like being in caves. If you're not afraid in the dream, I feel like it's not. Yeah, usually, well, I've, the cave dream in particular, I've had so much that now it has become a lucid dream, mm. that when I've had it, yes. then I'm like, oh yes, this is the cave dream where it fills with water, but I know the way out. Aha! And then I get out, and then yes. I wake up, and I'm like, what a boring dream. Right, I'll have like anxiety dreams about work in yeah. some way, and I'll just be like, huh, this isn't fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm awake. Like, <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I usually wake up and I'm like, my anxiety dreams about work, I'll be like watching myself type a paper and then I'll be like, I'll wake up and I'll be like, that was what? So boring. That was so boring. Like, <laughs> Mine'll just be like, there's a lot of kids running around not listening to me. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I just don't like this. <laughs> it's not scary, but like, I'm just sort of like, it's annoying. I'm like, why can't my dreams either be nothing or something fun? But alas. Uh, like spinning in a fog. <laughs> yes. Laughing, laughing. Give me the fun of the fog. You're right. The show goes on. Life continues. Though he still isn't sure how he, how much of it he's living. Like, I know I know, BuzzFeed Unsolved is a show, but yes. calling it that is very dramatic. I agree, yeah. We're living in a new media life, but yes, it still, still feels weird to mm. be like... Anyway, yeah. they film the rest of the season, even start plotting the new season of True Crime. He keeps busy, edits whatever Brent sends his way, and even participates in some videos for the main channel. The months pass, the show continues, grows even, and sometimes he finds himself watching the view, the viewed number climb, wondering how, uh, how any of this works, why anyone watches. So many people are interested in the paranormal, and what, and what that even means. It's weird, isn't it? Shane says. It's not weird, because it's funny. Their dynamic Their is dynamic funny. is funny. It's like, whether or not you believe, it's just funny to, like... It's like, if you believe, it's funny to watch Shane be like, mm-hmm. it's not real. And if you don't believe, then it's, like, funny to watch Ryan lose his shit. It's just, yes, like... both are fun. It's just it's like, perfect. Um, and that's, like, not a weird thing. Like, uh, I don't yeah. know if you... Did you watch Just Between Us with Allison and Gabby? Oh, ever? yes, I did. So... Uh, they're not like super active anymore, but Allison posted has like actual OCD. Like, yep, I've, I've seen that. OCD, and she posted a video of her going into the shower and not washing her hair because that's one of her things. And like she's like crying, like she's yeah. very upset, but like she also realizes it's stupid. Like yes, yeah. she is at least 
she's a very like aware person so yeah. she's like i didn't die it's gonna be okay like and just yeah. like it clips back to like earlier that morning she's like i don't want to do this it's so stupid <laughs> and like it's a it's funny to watch yeah. because it's like everyone knows this is dumb but we enjoy the dynamic of you yeah. still being really upset about it no yeah exactly Ugh. or it's just like i saw a thing on the internet that was basically like one of the parts that also makes the the like Shane Ryan dynamic funny is that Shane is arguably the weird one. He is it, weird. That it's like because he just like says the weirdest stuff. Where they like I can't think of an example, but it's, it's like an anarchist. Style yeah, weird though. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like Shane, like Ryan will be like, you don't believe in ghosts and demons, but you, you do believe in Sasquatch. But you do believe in Sasquatch or aliens or like they'll go to places and he'd be like, how much you pay me to drink a cup of water from that like still pond? And you're like, why? <laughs> Would you? And he's like, serious. Just don't do that. And you're like, just don't. And he's like, and he's like, it's not like it's gonna, you know, transfer the spirits to me because those aren't real. And Ryan's like, but you can get bacteria. What? What do you mean? No. And so I just, it's just funny to watch. So I, I like see how maybe the two of them might be like, why is this so popular? But I know why it's popular. Everyone else gets it. Anyway. It's weird, isn't it? Shane says one of the times he's caught Ryan watching and Ryan jumps a little at his voice. That's one word for it, Ryan says, his eyes moving slowly from the growing number on the screen to meet Shane's. They also work at BuzzFeed, which is, like, a very, like, this is fine. It's just weird that this is his passion project, and also he's like, why is anyone watching this? Right. And it's, like, maybe some of it is it's, like, this is set maybe in the earlier days of BuzzFeed. But Uh, it's still, like, it's funny because, like, now in 2019, it's, like, Everything I'll watch on any. Is popular. Yeah, I'm like I'll watch anything Buzzfeed mm-hmm. puts on at least once, and then I'll be like, eh, maybe I won't follow this show anymore. Right. But I'll try anything. Once. Maybe it's like specifically why? Why do people like Shane? Because I hate Shane oh, so much, may- but maybe. I also love him. That's fair. That okay. could be it. Maybe that's, that's it. it. We'll say it's that. Yeah, amazing's another one though. Shane shakes his head, but he's smiling. And Ryan, Ryan doesn't know what to do with that. Kiss it. Don't kiss it. <laughs> Time. <laughs> Time stops. Starts. Stops. Rewinds. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> That's what it says. We're now, I think, in a dream. Time stops, starts, stops, rewinds. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Plays back Shane's smile at the Sally house. Trips up and rewinds the adventure on the doll island. Dreams become memories. Oh, that doll. Okay, that's yeah. it. Got it. Yeah, dreams become memories when they're not nightmares. Mm. Goatman's Bridge. <laughs> See, that would make a great fic title. Right? I dreams was like... are not memories when they're... Dreams become memories when they're not nightmares. Hashtag. That sounds like it would be on like um like an inspirational quote board, but like... but that's what fanfics are. <laughs> They're like inspirational stories. I swear, I have seen fanfics that have the night like that have the title "Dance Like No One's Watching," mm-hmm. and then there will inevitably be one slow dance like scene where it's mm. like two characters who are like we can't be together but then they slow dance because no one is watching and then it's like angst that's a part of the so plot. so you've already written like twenty fanfics here just. Anyway, a Goatman's Bridge is, to put it simply, not what Ryan was expecting. They arrive at the site right as the sun sets, and Ryan occupies himself with setting up the cameras, trying to ignore the prickling he feels on his back as he faces the bridge and the familiarity of the dark woods and swaying trees. Ryan finishes setting up before Ryan does, says, One per season. You ready, Bagara? They're like one demon per season rule. Because uh, Ryan, oh, Ryan yes, yes, doesn't yes. like That is demons. a real thing. Uh, the wind blows against... There's his- a bridge demon? Yes, I must have the goat, uh, the Goatman's Bridge. So it's like a bridge over like a creek, mm-hmm. like and, and a demon. Um, yes, and there's supposed to be a Not demon. Like a troll. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta pay the troll toll if you want 
the boy's soul. Um, <laughs> no. So Shane's new fear is going to be trolls. Trolls. <laughs> yeah, no. So the, there's a demon that is on the bridge and you have okay, sure. like, and you're like not supposed to turn your back on it or like mm, something. Okay. I don't there's, quite remember all of the, there's stuff and it's, it was kind of spooky. Mostly, like, when I watched it, I was like, it would just be spooky to be on this completely open bridge that there are, like, dark woods on either side. <laughs> so it's just, like, it's windy, and it's, like, kind of spooky yeah. looking. So it's, like, I could see... That's, like, classic where murderers hide to me. So, like... <laughs> on the sides of bridges. On the sides of bridges. Yeah, so I wouldn't like to be on the bridge just for the murder aspect. So... And there's, like, no escape when you're on a bridge. Mm-hmm. You have to, mm-hmm. like, jump, pass. Anyway... Ryan dreams in shadows, in distant figures and hidden grins, and something always too close in the dark. He hears whispers, voices in the wind he can't hear, and he tries to follow them, to make sense of them and decipher. But then he's spiraling, and the wind is laughing, and suddenly there's a cliff among the trees. The wind doesn't just whisper, it pushes and pulls until he's a step away from falling, screaming for his life. Okay, they're getting a little spookier, so that's good. Right? I, I like the cliff. Right? It just appears. Yeah, it, it builds. The voice, the voices laugh. The shadows pull while the wind pushes, and then he hears a voice in his ear, clear where everything else has been quiet. Run, it says, calm and quiet and simple amongst the rustling trees and howling winds. When he wakes, the room is too cold, and his heart's beating all around his chest. Circularly. Come on, demon! Shane (laughs) shouts, kicking at the air, smiling, enjoying every second. And Ryan tries his best to ignore the wind at his back. My friend Ryan's just dying to meet you. No, no. Ryan hisses and leans closer, says, Oh my god, shut up. You're insane. In Shane. Ha! (laughs) Ha ha! Sighs when Shane only laughs. Eventually, Shane gets tired of only shouting, and so they settle on the bridge and pull out the Ouija board. Oh no. Don't do that. On a bridge? Right. Dangerous. That thing's gonna fall in the water. Agreed. Uh, Shane snaps his head up smirking and with a new light in his eyes and suddenly Ryan doesn't have any words. Watch this, Shane mouths and Ryan braces himself. Hello, demon, Shane (laughs) says laughing because he's always goddamn laughing like a madman and Ryan doesn't know what to do with him or with him. Tell us your name or it's my bridge now. But last, which if it was a demon, uh, then you giving him the name would give you the bridge because you would like... Control yes. it. So I so I win either way. Ha-ha. Yeah, haha. The I last the last word is a roar, a challenge, a mockery aimed towards a demon in their territory in the dark. <laughs> the wind blows up Ryan's back again, cold and fresh. A warning, he'd say, but the trees rustle ahead, overhead, and nothing speaks up or out. But the goosebumps on Ryan's back begin to rise. Shane's smirk grows, and with it, his laughter, and it's contagious, really. Shane and his laughter, and the suicidal intention of messing with something older than their bones and more raw and dangerous than they claim to know. Shane is contagious, Ryan thinks, watching as he screams. It's Shane my... is in italics. Yep, Shane <laughs> is contagious. The concept, not the man. Yep, yep. It's my bridge now, demon, you coward! <laughs> and Ryan falls in, wheezes with one laugh, and then another until the warmth of Shane's smile overshadows the cold of the breeze blowing up against his back. You know what? Fuck it, he says. I'll throw myself in there. Something in him sparks when Shane's smile widens, whether out of surprise or intrigue, he doesn't know. And Ryan leans back over the Ouija board, meets Shane's eyes, and lets the worry and fear and anger ignite. If you don't tell me your name, it's mine and Shane's bridge. Shane meets his eyes, every part of his face twisted up into laughter. And Ryan thinks maybe, maybe he wants to stay like this forever. And then Shane is yelling, it's our bridge now. 
The words accented with a laugh, and the whole night feels alive with this, with them, with electricity and risk and the hairs on the back of Ryan's neck standing at every cold breeze, every wind whisk that resembles a word. We're building! Ryan laughs too. Oh, no. <laughs> Ryan laughs too, blends his wheezes with Shane's, and tries not to let himself think too much about all, about any of this. <laughs> Ryan yells and Shane shouts. The camera was upset. <laughs> yeah. Right. The camera didn't need to be there. <laughs> of this. Of this. Ryan yells and Shane shouts, and whatever the demon is said to be is filled with their laughter and newfound claims. Later, in the aftermath, because there's always an aftermath, a recovery from the storm, regret for past mistakes. Pillow talk, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. While they're both packing up the car, Shane says, you know, we should get a drink. Nonchalant and still packing up the trunk. Ryan glances over and wonders if it's a forced calm or if Shane is still riding the high. It could l- just be as... L- at- it could just as likely be either. Got it. <laughs> Another breeze blows past and belatedly Ryan wonders if Shane remembers their talk in the office months ago, both bored out of their minds and too tired to properly function. He almost wants to say, do you remember when we first really talked? Or I've been telling you about demons and I think it's your turn. Or even, you know my reasons behind demons. What are yours for loss? But he doesn't even, but he doesn't so deep, right? But he, who has conversations like that in the office? Right? But he doesn't trust his voice enough not to shake or stutter, so he stays quiet. It doesn't have to mean anything. The drinks, probably. Nothing more than fighting the fading, threatening, the fading feeling threatening to overcome them. Two friends grabbing drinks at a bar. One a laughing madman, the other a poorly adjusted insomniac. So Ryan nods, smiles, says, yeah, that sounds good, and pulls his coat around him closer than a when a cold gust blows by. He's not good with alcohol, he's been told once, or well, he's good at mixing drinks and creating flavors, and he's even better at drinking them. It's his tolerance for alcohol that's not so good. I'm not good at making drinks. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm the opposite of all of this. I'm good with alcohol, I but can't not drink. the other parts. Ah, so you're a lightweight, Shane says, nodding. That explains so much. Ryan coughs and places third beer on the bar, holds up a finger. I wouldn't say three beers is technically a lightweight, but whatever. Uh, for a man, maybe. maybe. I don't know how... I know Ryan is not tall. Mm-mm. Shane is very tall. Um, yeah. I would say three beers. I'm like, good. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say... Yeah, I was say, when I have three beers, especially on like an empty stomach, then I'm pretty buzzed. Is there going to be hauntings in this bar? Because there have not been enough spooks. I don't think so. I want more spooks. I... Uh, they were they are coming. Spooks. I promise. Spooks. 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 Uh, Ryan coughs and places his third beer in the bar, holds up a finger, or, he says, only a little affronted, a very fast drunk. Shane laughs at that, and Ryan lets the pride inside of him stir a little at it. Okay, Ryan... Uh, sh- uh, Shane relents. Let's go with that. I don't get you, Ryan starts, before he can stop himself, oh, alcohol already flooding through his veins, doing nothing to stop the ever-pressing curiosity. Aren't you ever curious about the paranormal? Nope, Shane says, his lips, his lips popping around the pee. But okay, wait a minute. So I wish there was a little bit more of the clear, like, opposites attract dynamic at the beginning where it was like, okay, well, instead of Brent, who was just a guy hanging out, yep. we're going to give you Shane, who is like this skeptic who yeah. like wants to explore just to prove that, which is actually true in the series. He's yep. like, I want to do this series to prove that this is which is which is curiosity about the paranormal. yes yes yep yep it's the it's curiosity <laughs> He's not m- like uh, 
neutral. Mm-hmm. He's not like, I don't care about it. I don't care if it exists or not exists. Yeah. He's like, I care that it doesn't exist. Haha. And I'm going to prove it right now. I'm going to do it today. too. Ryan frowns and leans in. Do you really not think there was anything on that bridge tonight? Because I swear I... His voice fades, lets the sound of the television above him and grunts of pool players behind him overtake it while he organizes his thoughts around about cold breezes and bumps rising on his back. I felt something, dude. I swear, Ryan finishes and watches as Shane sighs and takes another Before drink. or after you were yelling about the Ouija board. <laughs> All of it. Shane sits, or was there something between them? Mm. <laughs> there was something on the, on the bridge there. Sexual Chemistry, attention. yeah. <laughs> That's not what he's going to say, but... If Don't only, have sex on a bridge. That's dangerous and <laughs> illegal. Um, Shane sets the bottle down and meets Ryan's eyes, serious where he was joking before. Ryan, I'm telling you, it's all in your head. Nothing was on the bridge besides you and me, baby. Baby! There you go. I was going to say the inflection sounds. Yes. Nothing was on the bridge besides you and me, baby! <laughs> Shane leans back in his chair, still smiling, and Ryan has half a mind to tell him that his face is going to stick like that if he doesn't change it. So... Repeat after me, Shane says. No demons. No demons, Ryan echoes and wonders whether he'll be able to sleep tonight. The ground is invisible beneath his feet, wind blowing against his back and curling against his front, burning his eyes with each gust. In the distance, something laughs. Ryan squints his eyes, trying to keep out the burning, screams, What are you? (laughs) Thinks, Leave me alone. Thinks, Fuck this. Asks, What do you want? The wind blows harder, and he can feel it cutting at his arms and legs through his clothes. He closes his eyes, covers his face. Nothing answers. Ryan doesn't sleep, doesn't want to sleep, can't sleep, so he thinks instead. He thinks there was something in the Sally house. Knows that's when this started. He heard the voice once, quick and faint, but it was there, and that's all he needs. We're going back to the Sally house. He thinks about Goatsman's Bridge, the cold breeze behind his back almost pushing, and the feeling of being watched. He thinks of wind tearing at him and a voice telling him to run from the oncoming storm. Thinks that it, whatever it is, isn't constant. It has moods. It doesn't make sense. None of of it makes any goddamn sense. Ryan runs his hands through his air, clenches his eyes shut. None of it makes any sense. The dots don't connect. The timelines don't match up. There's no way. Not unless... Shane is a demon. Time freezes, rewinds, restarts. Oh my god. Dots connect. Timelines shape themselves. Thoughts are torn open before they're altered and replaced. Cold stops being a feeling and becomes more of a place. This is so dramatically written. Have you ever, like, read a play? Yes. Like... Not as dramatic as this, but yeah. No, but okay, so, like, it's coming back to me this, like, uh... Someone was explaining to me, like, a really, a, uh, a, script, a playwright that they enjoyed, and I, I don't like reading plays because I can't visualize very no. well, and the things that you visualize are not usually there. Yes. Like, some of the stuff will be in, like, the notes or whatever. It'll be like, uh, you know. She the, looks wistfully off stage. Yeah, or, well, or, like, the, the set is dressed in finery, and oh. it is noted that they are of a wealthy status, but, like, it's not, oh. like, you know, I have to imagine what no. those things might be. You have to, like, pause for a moment and be like, what would that look like? But sometimes playwrights will also be, like, really ambiguous, and, like, I've also done behind-the-scenes work, so you have to yeah. take everything they say and be like, okay, that means that we do this in reality. Yes. And someone was explaining to me, like, one of their favorite... <laughs> Uh, playwrights, and it was just stage direction, so it was like lines or whatever. And then the the stage direction was she looks off and the world expands. And she was like, <laughs> it's like, just so beautiful. And I was like, okay, but wait a minute. <laughs> but what would that look like? If I was a set designer, 
what would I do? <laughs> you would make the world expand. Duh. But how? <laughs> you would make it expand. With the, uh, the, curtain, the curtains, the go curtains from, open. The curtains the go from furniture small. inflates. Like, what does that mean? You're right. Like, I was like, this isn't good direction for me who is thinking about this literally. In a practical sense, how does that look? Like, if this was a movie script, sure, maybe, like, it zooms out. I don't fucking know. But, but even like, then, that's kind of an arbitrary decision. That I know. Like, I'm like, it's, I, don't, I don't believe that this is a good plan. Well, yeah. I'm too literal for yeah, the dramatic art. It's Yeah, it's that it's like, I, I agree. And that when I've read things like that, then I'm like, I don't understand what that means. Or it's like everyone's interpretation of the world expanding means different. Which, of course, is like part of it. Like it's yeah. meant to be a, a, the bones of a production, not the both like But body I, or whatever, an but... engineer, need very clear directions of what success will look like. <laughs> And so when the world expands, that do. will look like she shoots Cold laser stops beams being from a feeling end. and becomes a place means what? The whole auditorium becomes cold. And then you say... Make snow fall from the sky. And snow falls from the sky. And now you're in the place known as cold. Anyway. Yeah. All right. He feels out of his body, odd around the edges and disjointed as he gets in his car. The lights of the city shine bright around him, so much so that they're almost blinding until they disappear behind a thick crowding of trees, and Ryan's left in the dark with only the lights from his headlights. He drives until the woods start to look familiar, till they start to look like he knows they should, how he remembers, and almost stops, almost turns around, but instead he clenches his eyes closed for a moment, breathes, starts back up again, and then he parks, takes the keys out of the ignition, but leaves his headlights on facing the forest. Which, yeah, I think you have to leave. No, you can take your keys out. Uh, he takes another breath, gets out of the car. He's shaking again, caving around the edges and collapsing into himself, tearing at what's left. The ground beneath him feels like it's rotting, and his ta- and and he tastes ash on his tongue. Has a demon led him to this house? Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Yes. He takes a step towards the dark, closes his eyes for a moment, and lets the wind tear at him. Listens to the trees he's been hearing in his dreams rustle. He opens them again and walks to the edge of where his headlights reach, where the dark and the light meet, and he stands in the shadow, compromising, refusing to choose. He takes, I don't know what that means, but... Uh, uh if my theory is correct and he's possessed by a demon, mm-hmm. he is trying to figure out whether to let it take over or to oh, resist it, perhaps. That makes sense. And he's also in a metaphorical light and dark oh, oh, location because right. he literally could go into the dark forest. You're right. Is refused. this, okay, this is, this imagery is like really striking me as something I've seen. Is this like image in a, a spooky movie where it's like they're in headlights and like... I mean, headlights are always spooky. Oh, it's from that movie, It Follows. Oh. Did you see that movie? I don't think so. Oh, God. You should watch it. It's really good. It's um a spooky movie from, like, maybe four or five years ago where there's a there's a, a thing. Oh, is it this that the one where, po- like... a possessed person, but it looks like people that you know, and if it catches you, then you become... You've told you, me you about get, this You one die, is. basically. Yeah. You get, like, fully dismantled. But it only moves really slowly. Yeah. So you just have to figure out, like, who it is based on, like context clues of like it walking slowly and like it being a person that's right next to you or like but it ever catches you you die and there's a very there's a scene in the very beginning where she like parks on a beach and like stands in the headlights of her own car and like sees it coming towards her that was like this is it but i was i thought it was a paranormal paranormal activity thing and i got like it is very spooky you should watch it okay i think you've told me to watch it before and then i have forgot it was good all three times i watched because yeah this sounds like something I I remember the thing being like it follows you and I was mm-hmm. like hmm, that's my nightmare. Hey. Um, 
Anyway, uh, refusing to choose. Uh, he takes another breath, says, I know you're in there, to the shadow, heart racing too fast, feeling too pale, remembering every mark of the dark bags draped under, under closed eyes. He feels the wind blow against his back. Ryan shuts his eyes, doesn't want to see, says, there was something else in that house. Footsteps sound ahead of him, slow and crunching leaves and dying grass beneath them. Then they, uh, when they stop, a familiar voice continues on in their place. Yeah, Shane says, almost soft, almost warm, almost human. Me. Oh! Right? So Shane is possessing Ryan. That's uh, my new theory. Yes. Shane is a demon. There's Has a, been the whole time. There is a corresponding uh, art at the in the Ooh. notes, so I will show it to you. It's basically the last scene. So it's Ryan. It's a comic mm-hmm. of Ryan like sleeping in insomni- insomniac. There was something else in there was something in the Sally house. And he says, yeah. And then there's like a picture of like maybe Shane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be fine. You'll live. I promise. Mm. And then at the bottom it says, uh, I know you're in there. There was something else in that house. And then it's like demon Shane. Yeah, me. Okay. So is the lost thing supposed to be some kind of losing of his Oh. Unsure, maybe. Unsure about demon lore. Unsure about that. Maybe he just like he'd only he can only fear losing something, and it's like, hmm. does he just? If you're a demon, can you still fear losing things? things? Yeah. Like if you're friends, I'm thinking that perhaps he was drawing from his past human experience or whatever you think he came from as a demon. Yeah, and he was like, oh, I lost my soul, so I guess loss is what humans are afraid of. Yes, you're like, <laughs> oh no, how sad. Oh. Well, that was fun. So, yes. Shane's a demon! Oh, the twist. Yep. I think that's a common thought amongst bun, like... <laughs> bun watchers. Yep, that they're like... I think I, I've seen that on Tumblr before. They're like, what if Shane is a demon? And that's why he's so odd. And also why he That's never... why he's so odd and has just... He's like the head demon, so he can make fun of the other demons and nothing yeah. happens. He's like, hey, demon! And they're like, what up, boss? <laughs> and he's like... Go spook this guy. <laughs> he's like... Just a little, though. Just, just a little. <laughs> just enough that he comes running out. Yes. But yeah, so that's what that's fun. That was the mm. the. It wasn't you know as paranormal activity. It was still spooky. It had you know the paranoia elements that make it spooky, and it's like if you kind of think back in hindsight as mm-hmm. you were reading it, it's sort of like if you read it like when I read it like again, then I was like, oh, there is a lot of like it was a big twist the first time I read it, mm-hmm. and then it's like as you read it, then you're like, oh. The thing, the thing that is between them, or the reason why the author is always like they're at the bar leaning together, but Ryan, mm. out of the corner of his eye, saw like the TV glitch, and you're like, is that Shane's demon powers? Yes. And it's like there's all these like little things that you're mm. like, did it? That just seems like a weird. You're like, why did we away. notice that there are whatever's going on? And Very it's nice. like, and all of the what aren't you telling me mm. and like why he doesn't ever like have deep conversations yes why like what is this between us so was he specifically sent to just terrorize this poor yeah. boy i don't know or <laughs> or sometimes i wonder like, it's like bad circumstance like, right what's your biggest fear demons guess what <laughs> or like i sort of wonder like you know was sean sean was shane every time was shane like I always wonder, because, like, so with ghost hauntings, mm-hmm. then it's, so I believe in ghosts because I just do. And it's more fun. <laughs> because it's more fun that way, okay? Um, and it is. But, and so I've always wondered, you know, with, like, so a person who acknowledges that ghosts are real and that they could have sway over you, mm-hmm. then they would have more, like, mental, like, capacity to try and repel ghosts. 
So like would have like, you know, their Mm. metaphysical guard up versus if you don't believe in ghosts, then you wouldn't think to put it up. But is this like a fairies huh. are not real See, thing? I, yeah, I think it's like a, if you believe that opens the barrier. Because I've gone both ways. Hmm. I think I mostly believe that like, if you are sensitive to ghosts, that you are then also like, mm-hmm. more likely to like, to like to be possessed. Yes. Or, like, cause that... But may, okay, so maybe this is like a demon versus ghost thing. Yeah. So if we're, if we're taking on like real life ghost things, which yes. like obviously... If a ghost thing has happened to you, you believe in ghosts. And sometimes it's a chicken or egg situation where it's like, I believe in ghosts and then I had a haunting versus I didn't believe in ghosts and then I had a haunting, so now I do. Yeah. If you are, like, the kind of person who's like, well, I believe in ghosts, I'm going to set up all these barriers, and a demon's like, ha-ha, that looks like fun to knock down, let's go punch some barriers. Right. And you're just attracting demons by, like, doing anything at all. Yes. (laughs) No, yeah, so it's like, which, so, because it's like, which is it? Like, in the same way... I've been in, like, haunted houses that mm-hmm. have, like, ghosts. What's fun is I've been to a bunch of the places that Bun has been to. Oh, fun. And so that's, oh, like, that. fun to be, like... To Where be... have you been? Um, I did stay in the New Orleans hotel that mm, was haunted. What fun. was funny was I didn't know it was haunted, but I did think I had a ghost experience. Oh, weird. And then, uh, like, months later... What was your ghost experience? I'm very curious. Um, I might have heard this already, but I don't think it's, I have. it's not that great of, like, a ghost experience. Like, this is not gonna, like, make... Th- it was, like... Uh, so my friend was getting married, and my friend, another friend, was going to fly in the next morning, and then we were going to split a hotel room. Okay. And my friend was like, oh, don't get another hotel room for the night. Sleep on the couch in my, like, suite that yeah. I have. And I was like, okay. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and hearing footsteps overhead and it was like three in the morning and I was like ugh, these people just like up at all hours and it is New Orleans so like maybe it was but then I like was I like the next morning uh I was like telling her I was like she was like oh like how'd you sleep and I was like oh pretty well but like someone was like walking around upstairs and she was like oh no one's supposed to be upstairs like they're remodeling up there oh and I was like dun 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 and but I didn't see their most haunted place when they did the show was like in the bar, which I did have drinks in the hotel bar and mm. I didn't see anything. Hmm. Um, but I've also been to uh, the Winchester House. And, oh, yeah. I've been to uh, the Winchester House, but I it was during the daytime. So there yeah. was no like haunted Same. element to it. Same. And then. Oh, and the Queen Mary. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. That one, they intentionally had spooky things, like, yeah. happen. And some people were saying that, like, spooky things were happening to them. And I was like, I'm nine, so I don't know if I believe you or not. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. And, or it was like, um, they haven't done, it's like, the, I can't remember what other, there's been a couple mm. where I'm like, wait, I've been there. I didn't know. Or funny. like, recently, my mom and I were in uh, South Carolina, mm-hmm. either South Carolina or Georgia. We went to, I don't remember which one the house was in but we went to this like haunted house it was when we were in savannah so that must have been georgia um we went to this very haunted house for like their haunt tour and my mom and i pointed to the same spot being like there's something sitting there like to each other <laughs> what and so how did you know um you just felt it yeah so we walked into this room and it was like a formal it's like you know a victorian house mm-hmm. and it's this formal living room and there's two there's like a fireplace and two couches looking at each other and a coffee table okay in the center and i walked into the room like we're filing in with other people and like the line was going like, people started walking in front of this couch, but I mm-hmm. felt like, I got this, like, feeling, I was like, oh, it's rude to walk in front of the couch, so I should walk behind it. it. Oh, okay. As if, 
and then was sitting, there. sitting there like oh, if someone funny. had been sitting there like it would be rude to be like Walk right rah, rah, rah. and so I was standing there and my mom turned to me and was like do you feel like someone's sitting right there and I was like Yes. Yeah. And I was like, that's why I walked behind the couch. And then they did show us like a bunch of pictures oh, that other tourists had taken, mm-hmm. um, you know, where there would be mm, like, like ghost flares or like, whatever. Well, there was a couple like, there was like a lady in black who like appears in mirrors. Mm. And so, and it was like a very like, you're like, ugh, it's very visible. Like, Ew. and then you go down into like this basement. And it's that Savannah is so haunted because is that they've been around so long. They've they've survived the Revolutionary War, the mm. Civil War, like all these wars. And so there's like a thousand just like dead soldiers yeah. like everywhere that apparently they were telling us, Savannah, you are so likely to find a dead body in your basement oh my that God. they have rules of like, if you renovate your basement, there is like a Somebody protocol. There's a protocol of what to do if they find bones. Oh my god! And so, like the protocol is like call the police to like prove that it's not a recent murder, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> they call like the historical society who will try and track down who the fa- bones they are, who they who the bones are, and if they have any family to send the bones to, and if not, <laughs> wait, do they just like send them in the mail? Like, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. And so they'll like, so you here's could be great grandpa. We don't know. Right. They'll be like, here's your like quadruple, like second cousin from 1750 who's been missing. And we just found his, so, bones. his bones. And if they can't find a relative, then you, the homeowner, get to keep them. You have to like dispose of them in the prop. Like you have to have them buried or whatever. And I was like, what? what? But yeah. And then in the basement, it was just like, there's a lot of just like spooky, dark, corners that there was plenty of corners that I was like I don't really want to go there and they kept talking about like a tall man who Mm -hmm. would stand in these corners and like I didn't necessarily see anything down there but there was plenty of stories that they tell about like they'd be like there was a couple like there were kids that like if you sat on these certain chairs they would like grab your ankles and then like this like a couple demons would like grab your earrings if you were a woman and like throw them across the room and I was just like no get me out of here and I would have been that kid to be like, yes, I will sit in this chair. Well, because there were Fuck kids. with me. <laughs> there were kids who were like that. And so uh, it was kind of like kind of spooky. And then the rest of the the house was part of the tour. And then we toured a bunch of like other spooky locations in mm-hmm. Savannah. Mostly it was ungodly hot. Yes. And so it was like 95 degrees at like nine o'clock at night and I'm sweating my tits off. <laughs> And then she, like, takes us and is like, that's the house that inspired the Haunted Mansion at Dis- Walt Disney World. And, like, told us the story of that. And, I don't care. I'm and sweating. Like, I can't be yeah, spooked. Right. And uh, she's like, and here's the cemetery where all of the yellow fever people are buried. And, like, 800 people d- or 666 people died. But in the newspaper, they said 670 because they thought that was bad, that it right. was 666. Like, but I was just like... I need to be an air conditioner. I was like, I'm like, I'm losing perspective. I could hallucinate literally anyone right now. And so the house was pretty spooky. And that one just hallucinating because right? it's so hot. The, I will say the house was air conditioned. Mm-hmm. So that helped. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was a bunch of different spooky things in there. But mostly it was that my mom and I, so my mom and I both have like a dumb picture of like a couch because we were like, maybe the ghost This couch up. is haunted. Yes. And then like. 
uh, or like everyone was like, you know, because they encourage you to take photos to try and like catch, catch the ghost. And like, so everyone's like going around, click, 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 click. Mm-hmm. And my mom and I are trying to take like a sneaky selfie to be like, maybe it'll pop up behind. So it's just like yeah. we have all these kind of oh, that's cute, like cute pictures because we're just like, ah, is there a ghost? And yeah. it's like, no. And there's everyone. See, I but, don't believe in ghosts, but many, enough people have told me that like really convincing ghost stories that I'm yeah. like, well, I don't want to not believe you. Yes. My, it's like, right. So like I do believe in ghosts, but it's like because I'm like, science focused Mm -hmm. then it's like sometimes i'm like well you know the logical explanation is that we don't really know what happens you know in electromagnetic like magnetism and maybe your soul is like you know like energy is never neither created nor destroyed so it's got to go somewhere Mm -hmm. so maybe but also i do just like being spooky i just like like, spooky so like i love me some crystals Mm -hmm. i love me some horoscopes yes i love a good ghost and demon story yes but also, in the con- my mom and I have talked about this, in the context of our science-based lives, it doesn't make sense, but it sure is it's fun. fun. So. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Good times. Well, thank uh. you, Claire, for your spooky spooks yes. about BuzzFeed. What is my assignment for next week? So, in keeping with the theme of spooks, spooks and <laughs> demons... Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've been seeing this a lot all over the internet, so I'm intrigued. Um, I want you to find me a Good Omens fanfic post-apocalypse. What is? Yeah, good I was like, omens? I was like, <laughs> I was like, have you watched Good Omens? I have not. Oh my gosh, it's so good. You okay. should watch. You should watch at least one episode. I will try to watch this thing. I feel like I just had a gripe about this last week, where I was like, we're gonna run out of phantoms. There are always more fan. There's not, but, but like, not one that I happen to know about. Yeah, no, I'm terrified of the day we have to read anime fanfic, and that means I'll have to watch anime. I don't think we'll ever have to read. <laughs> we give these to each other. Oh, that's see. true. Oh, you're <laughs> so right. If I don't watch anime, and you don't watch anime. Then who's driving the bus? <laughs> then who's the ghost? <laughs> the anime ghost. All right, then I will find out about Good Omens. Yes, and it's spookiness. All right. I am Grace. I'm Claire. And we will see you next week for Spooks. Goodbye. Goodbye.